0: Welcome back for season three of the Orioles in the Know podcast. These twice monthly conversations feature Avon school superintendent, Dr. Scott Windham and special guests, students, teachers, administrators, and others. The goal is to keep you up to date with all that is taking place in Avon schools, home of the Orioles. Thank you for tuning in to Orioles in the Know. Hello
1: and welcome to episode number 51 of Orioles in the Know, a podcast of the Avon Community School Corporation. I'm Scott Windham, the superintendent of Avon Schools, and we hope you find these podcasts to be another way to stay informed on all the great things going on in our schools. I said in the last podcast that I'm really continually impressed by the incredible opportunities that exist for our students, especially at Avon High School, and today's another great example of that. Today I'm joined by some of our high school students who participate in our work-based learning program that's led by Mrs. Kimberly Labosky, one of our awesome high school teachers. So Mrs. Labosky is here as well as a couple current students and one graduated student and another guest, Mrs. Cates from our food service department that's going to talk a little bit about this work-based learning program and what it offers to our students. So thanks for being here today. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. So go ahead and introduce yourselves. Let's start with some of our students. So why don't you introduce yourselves and talk a little bit about what you do in our work-based learning program.
0: So my name is Owen Carr. I am a junior, and I work at the Cedar Elementary Library. And what, some of the things I do is I put books away, and I alphabetize, and then I sanitize keyboards, and then I dust shelves, and then I do special projects for Mrs. Stoltz in the library. And then I do want to say the hardest part of the, libra- of the library is being focused sometimes, but... Mm-hmm. That is getting better as I'm working there more. Our focus was hard and then also cleaning up cuz sometimes I forget to clean up every once in a while, but mm-hmm. I'm working on that a lot too. That's great. Yeah, it's it's really fun working at Cedar. What's your favorite part about it? Um I kind of like all of them, honestly. They're all pretty fun.
1: Okay. Well, that's good. And how many days a week do you go to Cedar then to work?
0: I work there every single day.
1: Every single day. I bet Mrs. Stoltz loves having you come help her out. Yeah, she does. And uh, Owen, your claim to fame is you're our intro. Well, you have multiple claims to fame, but yeah, right. one is that you do the intro to our podcast. Yeah. So if so every time somebody listens to one of these, it's your voice. Yeah. Introducing and then wrapping things up, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so Michael, how about you? You want to introduce yourself a little bit? Um, I'm, I am Michael Cooper. I work at um, McAllisters. I help people who need to to go boxes and I help fill up the ice machines. The, the hardest part of my job is staying focused and not getting sidetracked.
1: Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part of your job? My
2: favorite part? Um, I would say like um, picking up the plates and throwing the trash away off of them. Okay.
1: What is it that you like about that? What makes that fun? <laughs>
2: Is I get to like use the fork and like okay. scrape it off.
1: Yeah. It. And clean it off and, and get mm-hmm. it ready to go, right? Mm-hmm. Very good. Owen and Michael, before you had these jobs where you were working at McAllister's or you were working at Cedar, you had other jobs either in the school or things like that that Mm -hmm. kind of prepared you for that, right? So what what are some of the things that maybe Mrs. Laboski or her team had you doing that prepared you for these jobs that you have now?
0: Um, I'm going to say probably working at the AEF store at the bottom of the administration center. That's where I worked before this.
1: And talk a little bit about that. What do you do at the AEF store?
0: So it's like a little on inside there. It is. I get to fill orders on the computer, print orders. I get to take them off the copier and then fill them for any teacher. And then Fridays, we usually do the deliveries Mm -hmm. to different schools.
1: You feel like some of those experiences have have helped you in what you're doing at Cedar?
0: I think they do, yeah. Okay. I really like it. Good.
1: What about you, Michael? Were there anything any other jobs that you had before McAllister's that kind of helped you get ready for this job?
2: Mm. I worked at the uh, the school cafeteria before last year, and um, I worked at Monocle's, too.
1: My favorite pizza place? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you like Monocle's pizza?
2: Yeah, it's okay. pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> good.
3: Michael actually has a job now that he does on Tuesdays where he goes out and he helps our grounds crew. Would you talk a little bit oh,
2: about yeah. How you work out with our, our grounds crew? Oh, yeah. Um, I go I, I go out in the community and help like Bob, Eric and Jared and like um, on the field, like the, the, the football field, the tennis and baseball.
1: Yeah. I bet that's a lot of good experience then. Do you like working outside?
2: Yeah. I love, I love the outdoors. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good. So, Owen, Michael, when you think about You know, these experiences that you're getting and Owens, a junior. What year are you, Michael?
2: Uh, I'm a senior.
1: Senior. So when you think about life after high school, has this started to give you an idea of what you might want to do for a job after high school? What what are some things that through these experiences you think, okay, I might want a job doing this or I don't ever want a job doing this?
0: Well, I already have a job. I work at Mama Bird Bakery in Plainfield. So I already have that. So I think I would be fine because I really like that job a lot.
1: That's very good. And uh, I've heard a lot about Mama Bird Bakery. Yeah. And are you liking that experience too? Oh my gosh, yes. And I hear they have some pretty good things. Yeah. What's the best thing? When I go there, what should I get?
0: I'm going to say probably their cinnamon rolls and some of their muffins. Okay. Okay.
1: Now I've got the recommendation. So that's yeah. the Owen recommendation that that counts yeah. for something, right? Yeah. <laughs> Michael, what about you? Have you thought about maybe what you would like to do after you leave high school?
2: Uh, yeah, I I, I do have like job plans after school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was planning on working here at the school grounds. Yep. That, that was the whole plan was
1: to have that job even when you leave high school to still do that with the grounds. Yeah. Very good. Michael, anything else you want to add? Mm,
3: Not really, I guess. You might just tell Dr. Windham that if he has a position within the grounds crew, that you sure would be be open to him adding
2: that. You want to make Mm -hmm. your
1: your pitch here for a job on the grounds crew?
2: Yeah. Oh, I'll love that.
1: what uh, what's your favorite part of working on the grounds crew like are there certain things that you like taking care of more than anything else
2: Oh I like I like helping them with the equipment and all that st- yeah. stuff and helping like set up everything like for mm-hmm. like the foot like for the football game and mm-hmm. um, soccer and all that There's a um, lot that they do and they use some pretty pretty significant
1: equipment too they got some pretty cool things out there, don't they?
2: Mm-hmm. Tools. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. yeah. I saw Jared the other day, and he was talking about how hard you were working out there in grounds, so you must be doing some pretty good work. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, Mrs. Leboski, talk a little bit about this program, um, mm-hmm. kind of what what experiences students provide and how you ultimately get students ready for these kinds of experiences that they've got.
3: The work study program is basically a leveled concept of teaching job skills to our students that are pursuing a certificate of completion. Um, it allows them through a variety of formats in our school building, within our district, and in the community community with community partners um, to begin to look at pre-employment training. And so students will often start in the building working on those soft skills their freshman year, working in jobs around the building or in teams and it's our hope that by their junior year they are ready to explore um, a higher level position in the community with one of our community partners and the support of one of our job coaches and that's where michael and owen are right now they are placed Mm. with community partners that have worked with us for years and years and they began with our job coaches and eventually worked our job coaches out of a job because they are independent
1: (laughs) which is the way it should be right absolutely absolutely And so talk a little bit about the community partnership. I know the breakfast that you do a couple times a year where you feature some of the community partners, it's it's really neat to see how many businesses around our community are opening themselves up for these experiences. How do you find those businesses? What makes a good business for that kind of a partnership?
3: We have a variety of, of uh, community partners or what would we consider a community partner. Some of them are departments within our own district that we partner with, and then also um, businesses in the Hendricks County area. We typically look for businesses um, that are open to working with our job coaches not only our students but having our job coaches come in because we are very lucky to have that level of support where we can send um, a trained educator with our students to get them ready for that job so we look for someone who's open to that opportunity who has a a workforce or a work crew that would also be welcoming to our students Mm -hmm. and we also like to have a variety of environments so not just food services but we've worked with daycares we've worked with recreational facilities, Um, and so we like to give our students a lot of flexibility because we have different levels of skills and interest Mm -hmm. within our group.
1: I think that's one of the things that always amazes me at those breakfasts is how many different experiences you've got. You've got food, you've got monocles, you've got some cafeteria experiences, you've got library experiences. The YMCA, I think, is usually there. The grounds crew is usually there. It's just neat to see all the different kinds of experiences that students can get depending on their interests and broadening their skill set.
3: And that's definitely our goal that our students have a very robust resume when they leave us so we typically place them with a um, partnership to help build a skill set to meet students where they are but it's our hope that we can move them every semester every year so that they can experience different aspects of the workforce
1: so if a student is doing a really good job at a location like Owen and Michael were talking about they may not stay there for multiple semesters because you want to get them different experiences, right?
3: Yes, we want to give them some different perspectives. We want to give them the ability to work with different supervisors and different Mm -hmm. management styles, and then also to push them to different levels. So um, different community partners offer different challenges to our students. And so if we see that a student needs to be pushed in a certain area, we might move them to work with a particular manager or in a faster paced um, industry. So we are constantly looking at our data and what our students are doing, and feedback from our job coaches, and making sure that it is a good partnership for the student, the educator, and then also that community partner, because we want it to be beneficial to all. I think one of the benefits, if I can add, about having community partners is a lot of times they will see aspects of these students that, as you know, educators and parents, we encounter them on a daily basis. But this new perspective of a community partner sometimes will um, see things in these students and let them try things that we may be nervous or parents may be nervous to do. And that's one thing that's nice because they allow them to try different things and, um, and challenge them. And one thing that surprised me is that um, I'll see pictures, you know, from their job sites and Michael's out there and he's spray painting the numbers on the football field. Oh yeah. Or he's um, one day they sent me a video of him using a circular saw and I was not certainly not (laughs) expecting that, but, but the crew out there, Jared and and his staff, um, you know, they, They saw that he was capable of that and really wanted him to be able to try that. So, again, they just they see there's different opportunities out there that we can't provide in a school setting that we can't even emulate in a classroom setting. So that's that's the beauty of the program. Yeah.
1: And Owen talked about having his job at, at the bakery. I know you've had multiple opportunities where I've heard students talk about they ended up getting a paid job either during high school or over the summer or even when they left high school. That was a result of this experience can you talk a little bit about some of those situations where some students have really translated this into a paid
3: sure position? that's actually become quite commonplace with the program that students do have an offer of employment before they leave their internship um, whether that be from directly from the internship or someone who has heard about them because of their work within the internship so uh, again that's our ultimate goals we want our students to be fulfilled and contributing citizens and um, I would say last year we had five seniors exit and four of them had offers of employment before they even exited in may
1: that's great so now we're joined by a couple of other um, guests to talk about this program. So first is Bryce Potema, who's salutations. actually Salutations. Salutations, who's actually a graduate of Avon High mm-hmm. School, right? When did you graduate? 2020. 2020, all right. And then Emily Cates, who's our food service director, and our cafeterias have been workplaces for a lot of our mm-hmm. students. So Absolutely. let's start with Bryce a little bit and then have Emily add in a, a bit more. So Bryce, talk about what experiences you got when you were here at the high school in this program and kind of the job experiences that you got?
4: Well, I'll be, it'll be a very long list. <laughs> we did lots of stuff like going on community trips, mm-hmm. trying new places, go shopping, and also learning how to advocate for each other. Mm-hmm. And did you have some jobs in the school and outside of the school when you were a student? I got plenty. We yeah. had the Avon High School kitchen. Well, the um, dish room, Metro Diner dish room, Specs, and the YMCA. And so then you graduated in 2020 Mm -hmm.
1: and started looking for jobs, right? Yep. And so when did you get hired in our food service department? January, I believe. January of this year? Yeah. All right, so this is kind of a new job for you. Mm -hmm. And so
4: what do you do in your current job? back meals for the kids. Okay. At which cafeteria do you work? The middle school now. Okay. So are you at middle school North?
1: Yeah. Very good. So you get the meals ready and you help serve the students. Yep. And is, have have you enjoyed the job? Mm -hmm. What's been the hardest part of it
4: for you? Those cups, those lids. (laughs) (laughs) The cups and the lids. Uh, Talk about that. Some of those lids weren't properly cut. So I had needed some help to get that situated. Okay. Well, hey, the nice thing is you're
1: talking to the big boss here and Mrs. <laughs> Kate. So maybe she can make sure we get the right cups and lids in the future, huh?
4: Yep. What's your favorite part of your job? Well, just being there working for my coworkers mm-hmm. and getting out of the house so I don't sleep all day. Well, yeah, that's good. And did
1: you have a job after you graduated in 2020 until now, did you have some different jobs or what were
4: you? What have you done since you graduated? Mostly I just did fishing and video games. Yeah.
3: Those were your hobbies, but you yeah. went away to a training facility. Yeah. Can you talk about that a oh, little bit? Oh, yes.
4: Yeah. Ursin Green is a training institute for people with special needs. Mm-hmm. It's a really fun experience and I impl- implore you, if you have a kid that might have a disability, take them over there to see they like it or not i've heard about that it's in it's in muncie correct And uh, is it attached to a hotel?
1: Yes. And then, but, but there's really a, a lot of training that goes into yep. these kinds of opportunities and experiences, right? I got to do an internship at the hospital. Okay. There. Yep. And so then you came, did you come back from that training facility and feel like, okay, you are you were ready to, to get a, a job at that point? Yep. Well, that's good. That did exactly what it needed to do then, huh? Mm. Very good. How do you feel about working in, in a middle school? Is that fun? Yes. Well, let's hear. Let's talk to Mrs. Cates a little bit. So, Emily, you've had. I know going to the the breakfast. I often see our cafeteria managers from different schools that are there talking about the interns that they've had and and those opportunities. So, this is something that I think our cafeterias have been doing for quite a while working with Mrs. Lebowski. Absolutely. Program.
5: Absolutely. I can't tell you how many off the top of my head, but I will tell you that every year when Mrs. Lebowski reaches out, uh, the the staff, the management staff, they, they kind of argue a little over who gets um, our student workers because they do bring such a fun enthusiasm into the kitchen. Over the years, we've had students that have worked you know across the district with our high school kids, with our um, younger kids, uh, lots of time in the dishroom, working with prep, um, some cleaning. Um, you know, it, pretty much we ask them to do anything In there, they're always game. They're eager to learn. Um, Their job coaches are fantastic to help them kind of get into a good rhythm, and then um, they they just let them fly. It's great. It's really fun to watch.
1: And I believe Bryce is our first student that we've hired back as an employee. Yes, right? absolutely.
5: So Bryce uh, had reached out, his job coach uh, reached out to us in the fall, and we brought him in for an interview. And I was so impressed with the training program that he attended. Um, we spent probably an hour talking about the skills he learned, um, talking about the ServSafe tests that he completed. And um, at that point, started thinking about kind of what the best placement was for him. Um, and he's been with us since January, working three days a week for three hours, um, doing a variety of tasks including cleaning, um, some prep, those pesky fruit and vegetable cups and lids, which I'm going to work on, um, and some um, some laundry, helping with the laundry. And of course, you know, really whatever the staff asks him to do, he's uh, he jumps in. So he's been a great asset to our team.
1: surprise so uh, Emily mentioned the interview had you had
4: it was that your first interview i had a i had a training interview at the hospital for training Uh uh-huh what how did you how did you feel going into that interview did you
1: feel like you were prepared when you were interviewing for this job yes Good. Well, obviously you did a good job because you got employed. So that's that's a good interview right there, mm-hmm. Mrs. Cates. When you think about some of the different jobs that that students have had in the in cafeterias, what mm-hmm. are what are some of the ones that um, maybe that you feel like benefit the the department the most?
5: Sure. I would say. Uh it, we we feed a lot of kids in a short amount of time mm-hmm. and there is a fair amount of redundancy in what we do um, and so uh, you know anytime you can get somebody who's willing to come in and work um, in a, a environment where it can be fast-paced it can mm-hmm. be repetitive it can be noisy um, but we have a lot of fun and everybody loves school lunch at least I'd like to think so um, <laughs> it's one of the happier times of the day so um, you know our, our workers have been huge helps in our dish room um, with our big commercial dish machines they learn how to take care of them how to un load and load Uh, the machines. They learn proper food safety um, and the importance of hand washing and um, hair nets and things like that. Um, And then certainly with cleaning, you know, we have really beautiful kitchens here in Avon and we take good care of them and, um, you know, it takes everybody to keep them clean and and operational.
1: Bryce, is there anything else that you wanted to add about your job or anything that you want Mrs. Cates
4: to know as like your big boss? If I can do it, everything's possible. That's all. That's awesome.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's you, a wrap, did,
4: you did great. That's a wrap. <laughs> Remember, there is no such thing as impossible. That's right. So I've got one more question for you. Mrs. Labosky and her team of
1: job coaches do a ton to to support you, and I'm always amazed at that. Say under exaggeration. <laughs> I love that. So talk about what did they do, Mrs. Labosky and her team that has been the most helpful
4: to you, to get you to this point where, Bryce, you've got you've got a paid job right now. They've been there since the beginning. Since uh, South, she was a, originally a speech teacher. Uh-huh. But now she's grown into a um, person that helps people with disabilities have a chance in careers.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And I think that's really wholesome yeah absolutely you summarized that very well
1: nicely done
3: i didn't pay him to say that <laughs> Pretty sure make me cry
1: <laughs> same same question for you too when you think about mrs levoski and the the awesome team of job coaches that support you what is it that that they do that helps you the most and that has gotten you to the point where you're you're doing such great things in your jobs
2: i i learned a lot from this community um I would say we are learning from our mistakes and learning to only get better at them and understand our jobs and all that. I
1: feel like they've done they've done a lot of work to help you get there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They, they helped us a lot.
1: That's
0: great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think if we, like, make certain mistakes that they want to fix, they are very capable of telling you and, like, giving you lots of chances. And then whenever you do make those mistakes, they really work with you to make sure you don't do it again. It doesn't really mean that you're in trouble. They are very settled back, and they don't, like, they don't really give consequences much. They kind of just work with you just to... Like to get better at stuff, like it just is. It's just very laid back, and um, they just kind of work their way. If you're making a mistake, to fix it.
1: Well, you guys have been great, Owen. Mm-hmm. You're the you're the closing of our podcast. Typically, you want to close us out here. See you guys later. <laughs> very good. Nice job. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this today. I appreciate it. You're welcome.
0: No, no problem. Time. You've been listening to Orioles in the Know with Avon Community School Corporation Superintendent, Dr. Scott Wyndham. Subscribe to Orioles in the Know on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. While you're there, please help us by leaving a positive rating or review. Follow Dr. Wyndham on Twitter at A-V-O-N-S-U-P-T. Visit our website at avon-schools.org or call us at 317-544-6000. This has been an Avon Schools production. Go Orioles!